Episode 239, Look for the Roses. Hey y'all, I'm Casey Bell from the Shake Up Learning Show, a part of the Education Podcast Network, just like the show you're listening to now. Shows on the network are individually owned and opinions expressed may not reflect others. Find other interesting education podcasts at edupodcastnetwork.com. Educators, is your passion tank running on empty? Look no further. Gretchen of Always a Lesson has a double dose of just what you need. Come fill yourself up with an empowering educator's podcast to start your day feeling empowered. Educators, it's Gretchen here of Always a Lesson. I am your host of the Empowering Educators podcast, and my job is to make sure you stay empowered. I believe that a lot of great teachers have left this profession. I know you to be a great teacher, educator, leader as well, and I don't want you to follow that path. I want you to continue loving your job each and every day. I want you to continue impacting everyone that you serve. And so I'm going to do my best to provide guidance and inspiration so that you stay an elite educator and continue that impact, not just today, tomorrow, but always. I am excited to be in your ear today talking about reprogramming your perspective so that you can start experiencing the life you want and deserve. And this is a pivotal skill for educators since we are always up against change that's happening to us and usually last minute. And did I mention this past year when COVID put this skill to a test? I failed big time. But before I get too far ahead of myself, let's go back to the beginning. So the rationale for this episode had to do with something personally that happened to me, something I was struggling with for a while, and it's then bled over into my professional life. And I'm like, no, 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 we cannot have this. And now that I've kind of grappled and come to terms with it and overcome it the best I can, I'm like, okay. Time to share my lesson. As you know, I continue to fail and fail and fail over here and just pass on the fruit of my labor to you so that hopefully you don't have to go through it. But like I said, it's totally applicable to your daily job. So recently I was having this string of bad luck, I guess you could say, and I got a bit paranoid, like, okay, universe, like, what did I do to deserve all this? And it was just... I won't say tiny, but they were in the grand scheme of things, small things. But when things bad things happen a lot in a short amount of time, you're like, it, it makes you take notice. So I was getting frustrated and my perspective started to get very negative. It was no longer like, well, that stunk, you know, and kept moving and having a great day. It was like, why, why did I deserve this? What's wrong with me? Only bad things are going to happen to me. Like I totally started taking on the mindset of this is not going to be a great day. This is not going to make me better. This, you know, why me and playing the victim. And then all of a sudden it's like I was looking for all the things that could go wrong. Like my mind immediately. And maybe this is some of you who are parents out there. You might do this. Like you think worst case scenario about everything. 
And I'll just be driving to pick up my daughter and I'll think of all the different things that could go wrong. I'm like, why am I doing this? One, it's a waste of time to to spend your time thinking up these scenarios that may never potentially happen. And two, they're not encouraging thoughts to have to begin with. And I'll tell you in a minute how I started working through this and how I kind of rewired myself. But if you are feeling like, man, all my everything around me is negative, all my thoughts are negative, now I'm creating more negative things happening because that's all I'm focused on, then this episode's for you. And it's trickling into your performance at work more than you realize. And I can say that because this happened to me. So maybe you've been dreading going to work. Um, you've been getting nothing but bad news. There's arguments everywhere. There's miserable people going through the grind like robots. You get home, your house is falling apart. You've got disgruntled neighbors. Then there's family arguments. I mean, everywhere you turn, it's messy and miserable and unfulfilling. And you're thinking to yourself, like, is this my life? I want to go back to happier times. Well, here's the thing. The mess might look different than the mess you've had before, but it's still a mess, meaning you've had hard seasons before. But maybe, like me, you had your rose-colored glasses on and it distorted the view. Maybe you had some big life event that kept things exciting even though bad things were happening, so you were focused more on that joy than you were all the conundrums happening. Uh, But now maybe your life is a little more sustained, a little more normalized. So all you're noticing is the negative and you don't have those rose colored glasses to put on and kind of escape. Like maybe as a new house or a new job or a new relationship, your joy was outweighing that struggle. And now that life is, you know, life. It's like, wait a minute, why is all this stuff happening? It's like, well, maybe all these little tiny annoyances have always been there but you're now focused on them. And that's what I want to help you do is look for the roses. A really cool tip I wanted to share with you, my friend, Amber Harper, she runs Burned In Teacher to help prevent teacher burnout. And she always talks about the reticulator activation system, RAS. I don't know if you've heard about this, but I know if even if you didn't know the term, this has happened to you. Let's say you buy a white car. And every time you go out on the road, now, what do you see? Everyone has a white car. You're like, what? What? Today I bought this white car and today everyone suddenly has a white car? No, they've probably always had the white car, but now your mind is focused on that. And so just like I was getting so hung up on the bad things, that's all I was seeing. That's, and I, that was my point of view. My perspective was nothing good happens. Nothing good will happen. And this is just going to be the way it is. And that's because my reticular activation system was focused on that. And therefore, that's, that's all I saw. And we can rebuild that system to look for other things like the roses. And I am going to teach you how to do that. So this realization, when this was happening to me, I thought of Amber and I was like, oh, yeah, she teaches about this. Um, and this definitely happens when you have burnout because all you're starting to see are the problems and just the unhappiness. And if I'm like, okay, if I can control my thought, then I can control my belief, then I can control my actions. And I'm like, okay, now how, how do I do that? <laughs> I knew I could change the trajectory. So I had to catch myself in the act because I would, I realized this hours later. I'm like, God, I just spent an hour being depressed about all these things. Why didn't I realize what I was doing? 
And that was a hard thing is, is catching it while it's happening and before it like spirals out of control. And I knew once I could catch it, then I could just shut it down. And over time, it would happen less and I could reroute myself faster. So I, I had my game plan and I was excited. I'm like, okay, forget all the bad stuff. It could still happen, but I'm not going to focus on it. I'm just going to let it happen and be like, well, it is what it is. And I'm going to problem solve my way through it. And if if I just t- thought about action, like, okay, if this horrible thing happens, then this is my plan. And I move on to a new thought. I don't have to sit in the emotions of the bad thing. And over time, I can't say it was like overnight. Like I said, I was struggling with this for a while. So the results were that I, I'm not cured. I hate to say that, but it's going to be a lifelong practice. And that's fine. I, I think that's like most things in life. You just, you got to practice it to keep that muscle sharp. So I knew that I've gotten faster and I have what I call like a seamless catch. You know, you're ever watching sports and it's just like, wow, that looked really easy. <laughs> he caught that really nicely, swiftly, made that look awesome. And that's how I feel like it still happens to me. I have that negative thought. My brain immediately goes to worst case scenario or it goes to, well, then that means a million more bad things are going to happen. But I stop. As soon as that thought hits, it's like, boom, seamless catch. Caught it. First time caught it fast and I rerouted, I rewired my brain and I was off and moving back to normal and my mood never shifted. My thought shifted negative, but my mood didn't follow it. And that's made all the difference because once you get into the mood, it's really hard to climb your way out. So it's not like you can completely change your brain, but you're able to catch it, rewire it, send it back and, and live a better life. So I'm happier I have healthier thoughts. My perspective is back where it needs to be. My mindset is positive and uplifting. And now my life experience is how I want it to be. Like I have ups and downs, but I'm not getting stuck in that place. And I'm not almost like bringing on the bad things. It's like I was becoming a magnet, you know, for all all the little things that could just be annoyances. And I'm like, gosh, dang, you know, like, why can't I just have a streak of good luck or something? Well, now that I've learned to reroute it and not focus on it, life is just great. It doesn't mean bad things don't happen or annoying things don't happen or that there's not obstacles or hardships. They're still there just like they were before. But how I deal with them and how I feel about them, totally different. And at the end of the day, I don't fall into bed like wanting to cry or be angry or like, God, that was the worst day ever. And then repeat it the next day. I'm like, whoo, we made it. That was great. Let's do it again. Hey, y'all, popping in here real quick to remind you, if you are loving the podcast, hop on over to iTunes to leave a star rating and type in a few words for the review. This helps other educators find the show so they too can be empowered. Lots of love and thanks. Now back to the show. So what does this have to do with education? Well, I have yet to teach or lead without any sort of obstacle or setback or frustration or an eye roll moment, you name it. We can escape what happens, but we can change how we respond. And in doing so, we fall in love with teaching or leading again. You can get promoted to your dream task or job or 
all the accolades are going to fall down like rain. I, I promise you. And the reason is because you are attracting it based on what your thoughts are, because your thoughts are going to dictate your mood and your mood's going to dictate your actions. So if you're moody blues in your head, then you're moody blues on the outside, meaning no one's going to want to hang out with you. No one's going to want to put you in a certain place in your career because they don't want you bringing that negativity. So if you can control the thoughts that are going to control the mood that then control the actions, then people are like, wow, like I like your attitude, your perspective. I like having you around. And because I like having you around, I'm taking more notice of the things that you do well. And because I'm doing that, I'm, I'm thinking of you when different opportunities arise. And I'm going to ask you if you want to lead it or do it or change grade levels or move to a different school or district or lead teachers in a certain professional development or promote you to up the leadership ladder, whatever it is, you're on my mind because I want to be around you. And when I'm around you, I watch you. And when I watch you, I see what you do well. You deserve to be happy. You deserve to have a rewarding career. You deserve to thrive as an educator and not be a martyr, even if it's not perfect. So I'm going to teach you how to do this. Okay, this happens to us all. Some of us are better at it than others. But if we know the strategy, then it all it takes is daily practice. And for me, I have been working on this for a while. So do not get discouraged. I am better than where I was, but it's going to be something I have to work on probably my whole life. Maybe it's just because I'm I'm a mama and I worry all the time. And now that's come over into to my life, my professional life. I don't know, but I don't like it. <laughs> so I'm doing something about it. Here we go. The three R's. Here we go. Reflect. What is your current state of mind? What is your current habit? And how do you mostly feel? Like my current state of mind, it was negative. I thought everything around me, you know, the sky's falling and everything's out to get me and Of course, that's happening to me. And so my habit was that I sat in the feelings and I let the thoughts fester and they became more thoughts, which became more thoughts. And I've just spent hours thinking about stuff that hasn't even happened yet, but that is potentially going to happen because why not? And so how did I mostly feel? I felt pretty bad. I felt pretty crappy and I wasn't happy about that. That is not my persona. That's not who I am. And I was sick of it. Step two, reroute. Catch yourself in the act. So catch the thought that is the domino for everything else that follows and reframe it. And this you'll do on repeat and repeat and repeat until you get better at it and faster at it. And then you're going to seamlessly do it without noticing. And then that last is that reticular activation system. Just look for the roses because you're going to find them. If you go out looking for coal, you're going to find coal. But if you go out looking for roses, you're going to see them everywhere. Every time you have something in your mind, you're going to start noticing it everywhere else. That's how the brain works. So those three R's reflect, reroute, reticular activation system. Look for the roses. So if you follow those three R's, you're going to be able to rebuild your habit. It's going to be a life skill for both personal and professional life. I think you should teach everybody about this because no one can escape what your mind does and the kind of thoughts it has. And that affects your mood and your actions. So teach the staff, teach your students. We are in control of our reality more than we realize. So look for the dang roses, people. Reframe your brain. 
to alter your experience. And you might have seen that on my Instagram recently. I was preparing for this episode. I'm like, I'm just going to share this out now because I think, I mean, it's, it's timeless. I think you need this information as soon as possible. So I shared it and then I, I let you know, hey, you're going to hear this later on the podcast. So you might have heard that already. Reframe your brain to alter your experience. That means whatever you look for is what you're going to find. So go on the hunt for blessings, not burdens. Your life is worth living and your career is worth enjoying. You deserve a better experience and it is up to you to deliver it. All right, Elite Educators, that is a wrap for this week's podcast on reprogramming our subconscious to protect our sanity and our spirit. Now go out and be great because you've just been empowered.